1: I just, me and Anna are really hungover. I'm Let's, just gonna. We were like, how do we say this? Do we say it? I just, oh, I'm so hungover. Just lay it
0: on the table. Just be honest. <laughs> Admit what we what we've done is wrong, and just. Be free with our, our voice, listeners.
1: Our voices sound about two octaves lower.
0: I feel like crying. Tell right everyone now. what we did
1: last night. I don't know. Maybe it'll make them feel sorry for us. We Probably went
0: not. to a pub quiz and we drank <laughs> five bottles of red wine, six bottles of something else and a few bottles of Sambuca. Uh, and why I did Stephen Even some... just say Sambuca was... made me want to throw up.
1: And it's so stupid. I'd had four days off the booze. A whole four days. Lucky. Wow. And I said to Anna, God, it just feels so good. I'm going to come so alive. tonight. I'm going to come tonight, but not drink. And then I got there and literally ordered red wine straight away. I oh, mean,
0: it's it, a bad moment.
1: It is December now. And December is the month of being hungover constantly. So. And that's fine. And that is fine. But apologies if we Ugh. mess up our words.
0: Or we'll throw up.
1: Or throw up. <laughs> It's been a pretty dark day Is so it far. It's hot in here? I'm so hot. I know, for once it's quite hot in here, but Ooh. I think that's us. So hot. Not in a sexy way. No. Okay. Um, if you are interested in IRL UK, if it's the first time you listen, obviously, please go back and listen to more. Mm. Um, but you can also follow us on our social media accounts, Anna.
0: Yes. Uh, it's at IRL underscore UK podcast.
1: No. At IRL underscore UK underscore podcast.
0: Right, yeah. What did I say? You missed Forget out it. the
1: second underscore.
0: Oh, shit. Okay, so at IRL underscore UK underscore yep. podcast. Sorry.
1: Absolutely. And we are on Twitter and Instagram. We've been making oh. up a lot of effort with our Instagram this week, haven't we? We've
0: really nailed the Instagram game, I think. Mm. We've got memes. Rhiannon's mad for memes. I've been doing mad memes. She's nailed it. So find us on all those platforms because I think you'd really like it.
1: Yeah. Come join us. Come join us. Come join us. Come join us. And... I just wanted to say as well, me and Anna discovered that people have been reviewing us on oh iTunes last yes. night.
0: I forgot because I was drunk. drunk. <laughs> but um, I woke up this morning feeling great, sort of, because yeah. I remembered yeah. that me and Rhiannon were looking through our reviews last night and it was the greatest thing ever. So thank you. Thank you so much. And if they're you all reviewed, positive. They're all
1: positive, touch <laughs> wood so far. Thank <laughs> you so much if you reviewed us. We oh, really tough. appreciate it. And if you do enjoy the show, we'd love you to um, follow and do the same.
0: Yes, we're very eager to and we love to hear praise <laughs> regularly. So really, send us a letter if you want. Oh, it'd really
1: help today. It'd
0: help my day. Today headache. would be good.
1: All right, Anna, I'm going to put the pressure on you first. What? Oh,
0: I'm just opening my seven up, wait.
1: Okay, well, I've got a Diet Coke. Anna's got a seven up. We're going to get through this. This is a podcast about real life stories. It's happening. Uh, freaky stuff.
0: Oh, freaky, freaky. Hit me, Anna. This is real freaky, freaky. Yeah. Um. So you may have seen on the interweb that mm. there has been another sighting of the goddamn goat man, and it's serious. <laughs>
1: Have we spoken about a goat man before?
0: No, oh, right, but he's been around up. since, yeah, no, I know I've got muddled there. He's mm. been around since um, the 50s. Right. He's a big deal olden in olden days, Texas, Wisconsin, and Kentucky. Okay, he's a big deal around those parts. So, if you're ever in the area, um, <laughs> keep an eye out for goat man. Oh, please do. And in case you weren't sure what goat man is, mm. it's a sort of man. But with also some goaty bits, so sort of it walks on its legs apparently. Uh, let me find the deeps. on like this. goat legs. He walks upright on two legs, clumping around on his cloven hooves, mm. and terrorizing anyone unfortunate across. Uh, sorry, unfortunate enough to come across him. Right. The tale of Goatman started with an alleged sighting in 1957, right? And people have kept a close eye on him ever since. He moves
1: quite far if he's going between all those American places. Maybe our American listeners will tweet us to let us know. Yeah, how
0: many miles between? But my in, knowledge of know.
1: of America says that is quite a lot of area he's covering they all maybe more they... than one anna no or it might not be true but
0: don't we're not talking about <laughs> that we're not talking about but so that yeah. he's been spotted again recently okay um he's been in his usual stomping grounds right. and uh, everyone's gone bananas about it uh someone who's seen it uh mm. described Goatman as a large humanoid creature with furry goat like legs and alabaster skin Ooh. which by the way is the um shade of foundation i use it's yeah, literally alabaster Yeah. wide set eyes and horns that protrude from greasy fur
1: okay before you got to horns it just sounded like me in the winter goat. pale just,
0: yeah. hairy legs pale sad greasy yeah yeah sorry about that <laughs> no offense um so no but you should be terrified of him don't don't think for oh, a second you should it's not laughing shouldn't. matter no you should be terrified because in 1962 goatman Allegedly slaughtered 14 hikers. What? Oh, at what? Let me finish. Allegedly slaughtered 14 hikers after they went too close to his lair. He chopped his victims to pieces while emitting screams that only the devil himself would make. (gasps) What great quote is that from someone? I don't know. I feel
1: like if 14 people had been killed by a goat man, I would have heard about it before today.
0: Well, that's your problem. And I
1: also feel like. If 14 people had died, the police would have done an investigation and would have brought the man to justice. Yeah, but it was the 60s. Then they would have found out the man was actually a half goat, half man. That would have then gone to court, and I definitely Mm. would have heard about that. But in
0: the 60s, um, the police were different, weren't they? They were a bit like, just sweep it under the carpet. (laughs) Just sweep the goat man under the carpet. Yeah, just get rid of him, make him into a carpet. Those
1: damn 60s cops.
0: But so apparently... as legend goes, yeah. we don't know exactly where he came from, but legend has it mm. that he was reportedly part of a DNA experiment gone horribly wrong. You can say that again. Classic. Uh, at an agricultural fa- facility, yeah, uh, conducted by a man named Stephen Fletcher. Apparently he mixed the DNA of his assistant and that of a goat. This which is, seems unfair. Is this a comic? No, it's real. Where Why have you got this from? It's all
1: over the internet. Oh, I, I right, can't well, deal with this story state. So they, they're naming the person who has supposedly made the biggest scientific discovery ever by mixing a human with an animal. His, and his assistant. And I've never heard of it. I've never heard of this Stephen before. I feel like Stephen would have been an Oprah.
0: All I'm saying is this was years ago. <sighs> it was 57, Rhiannon. There wasn't any Oprah back then.
1: My mum was only one.
0: Hi, mum. Speak to her about Goatman. See what she thinks. But I think it's true, and there are photos to prove it. And I will post them on our on our um social media sites, and then we'll see who's right. All right. Well, I look forward to that. I Can't believe your negative Nelly attitude today. So can you really not believe it? Well, I'm trying my. hardest Maybe to be if you full haven't carried on
1: pouring that bottle of wine, I go. I said to someone today, I didn't actually remember. I think I only ordered like two glasses of red wine, but then I remembered that you had gone up and got a bottle. I didn't. And kept filling up my glass.
0: Yes. Oh, I'm sorry for being a good friend. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm sorry. Okay. So Goatman. I'm sorry. Goatman's I wasn't being real. Okay, fine. I wasn't being I wasn't didn't mean to be mean negative, but I'm well, just confused.
0: I'm just telling you what I know. Okay, fine. And I know that Goatman's real. <laughs> and and I, I love him.
1: I know it in my heart. I
0: love his cloven hooves. <laughs> They're my favourite part. <laughs> I bet he's hot too. Oh Because do you remember in um that Fantasia or whatever it's called, mm. that Disney thing. No,
1: where. I always turn it off It's boring. I don't <gasps> like things like that words. Lame.
0: Uh, there was the, all those centaurs. No. Centaurs. Mm.
1: They, yeah, I know what centaurs yeah, are. Cool. Centa-
0: Is it cent- yeah, half horse, half yeah. man. Mm. Um, can I just uh, point out that one of our listeners um, said that... our <laughs> friends had been listening to IRL and said that one of them sounds dyslexic. <laughs> now, I'm not sure which one he's talking uh, about... <laughs> But I'm offended for both of us because, let's be honest, <laughs> it's probably me. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, so centours. do you remember the centaurs on Fantasia? I oh,
1: they normally got like six packs and stuff, centaurs. Like,
0: that's what I mean, like slamming hot. Mm. So I'm thinking if there's like a man with goatee features, like crazy legs, like the man from the wardrobe film.
1: Mr. Tumnus. That's yeah. Like, oh my God, hot. I was having that exact same thought at the same time because James McAvoy in the film and i like, right, right? really
0: quite fancy. Yeah, yeah, totally. So I'm thinking Goatman might be a, mm. might be porkable. <laughs> I don't know. Did you just say pork Yeah, you know, like, Christ. you might want to pork him. I
1: mean, that's just offensive.
0: Why? T- right, this is getting out of control. is <laughs> being so negative, by the way. Right. I'm going to HR. I've got a- <laughs> the IRL HR. Yeah, which is me, and I'm pissed <laughs> off, and you've got a written warning.
1: Cool. Um, <laughs> right, I've, I've got the next story. Good. I think we should move on. Fine. A uh, man aged 60 marries his pregnant teenage girlfriend... With his wife's blessing.
0: Mm, I just wonder if she was really okay with it. (laughs) but let's, let's
1: see. You have a sip on your seven up while I tell you this story. Oh,
0: thirsty. thirsty work.
1: And most women hit the roof. This is the story, the way it's written. I love it. Most women hit the roof if their beloved husband got his 19-year-old girlfriend pregnant. Mm-hmm. Not Belinda Miller. Oh, but she's very <laughs> caring
0: and she's ever so understanding.
1: Okay, Belinda Miller is married to um, Tom. Tom with an H. I never understand that. Tom. Um, he's a 60-year-old vicar and former um, mob man. What? You can't be a he former was, mob man that's now a vicar. Yeah, he was a mafia enforcer. I'm going to get to this later. Oh, he's sorry, a mafia in hes a mafia enforcer, and he found Jesus in jail. I'll tell you about oh, that later. That's fair. Um, he turned became a pastor mm-hmm. and um, married Belinda.
0: Lovely.
1: Um, and basically, recently they welcomed. Rec- they
0: welcomed. Dyslexic that one. She <laughs> Reba, Kurt. Ker Futruba. come on. Try harder. One more time. S- so Reba Kerfutruba. There you go. So the
1: surname, I should say, looks like foot rub. K E R F O O T Ruba Footrubber. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's a made-up name.
0: I wonder. Yeah.
1: Reba Footrubber. We'll call her. Yeah. Um, is nineteen years old. She is pregnant. And Tom's first wife Belinda. After after the after he got up the doff, sure. agreed that Belinda Reba and Tom could live as one happy family.
0: I'm not sure.
1: He currently um, lives in a small house and has each of his wives spend three nights with him before the other one gets to take their turn. Lucky Belinda and
0: Reba. What? Who Who gets him on the seventh night?
1: No, I think they just do three,
0: three, 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 three. Oh, I, I thought that, but I think three, they just do three, threes. Three, three, three. three. Yeah, and he no, that's gets fine. bored
1: after three because he sounds oh.
0: delightful. Is he? Have we got a picture of him? Because in my head, I'm assuming he's an oh, a yeah, absolute there are, babe. Oh, there
1: are pictures of his six year old Tom. Um, mm, and not, he's lucky he got one woman anyway. So, um, <laughs> He's now building a massive home for his two brides where each wife will occupy a wing of the house.
0: Mm, this is crazy.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> oh
1: God. Um, Reba says her family didn't think it was right at first, but they have come round to it. Uh, she says one friend said it was weird for me to marry him when he already has another wife, mm. but said he would support me no matter what. Mm. Um, they say they, they do get jealous. Yeah. and she says, But she likes the fact that her baby will have two mums.
0: That is not okay this is
1: this quote you are not going to enjoy this I think this will oh. make you feel slightly ill no matter what anyway but in today of all days <laughs> I'm fine. Belinda says his first older wife yeah we kind of make jokes about the baby and where he or she will sleep because we've got two separate master suites in case mommy Reba needs a break then mommy Belinda can have the baby for the night why is she okay night. about this it's really pissing me off yeah this gets even worse oh. so um, Tom is very excited there's going to be another little mm. human part of him in the family he says Ugh. but this is quite gross so the couple Tom and Reba got close while Reba was volunteering at a soup kitchen um, and then moved in shortly. Did I mention that Reba's 19? Did I say that? Yes, very much so, yeah. Um, This is disgusting. Um, Tom was a friend of Reba's family and knew her when he was younger.
0: Right. Uh. Yeah. Knew knew Uh, her when she was younger. Knew her
1: when she was younger. But he claims he was surprised when they met again and she had become a woman. Uh, I've known Reba for a long time. Then she moved away and I hadn't seen her for years, says Tom. Liar. Um, I caught something because she hugged me and I wanted to keep hugging her and I realised, wow, I'm really appreciating this woman. Uh,
0: So at that moment of pure sexual bliss in his head, he was going, wow, I'm really appreciating this.
1: In the middle of a soup kitchen well, while he's hugging hot. his friend's teenage daughter. Oh. Um, he's done his own little ceremony in the same church that him and Belinda got married in um, seven years previously uh, but it won't be legally recognised and he's really pissed off about that. I'm not going to go into that. That is boring and <sighs> obviously there's a reason that's there the case. There have to
0: be rules, my friend. Yeah,
1: um, he says, I think polygamy benefits everyone because my wives get to have a much larger family. It means they always have a friend with them. No, not really because in this house they've got to live in separate wings, don't forget. So they, they obviously he... don't get on. There have been arguments in the past and at times there can be flares of jealousy. I mean, God knows why, looking at him. Let's post a picture of him. Uh, we absolutely will sexually I have no preference nice and look forward to my time alone with both wives that
0: is rancid and revolting I mean
1: what he's done is basically done a system which uh, ensures that he has sex at least twice a week because no way is one of those women going to leave at the end of her three days without
0: having no 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 you know left her mark and they're going to be really like yeah giving it their best stuff like they're, they're going to be buying new underpants they're going to be watching YouTube videos of how to do new and exciting oral sex techniques yeah. they're going to really make sure that they're doing a better job than the other yeah. girl terrible time. because they bitches Yeah, because women are bitches.
1: Well, I'm blown away. We love women. Um, Just so you know, Tom completely turned his life around when he was released from prison in 1991 after serving seven years for stabbing a man in a bar fight. Oh. He'd worked as an enforcer uh, for a mob in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and he says he's never shot anybody but did put a gun in someone's mouth while chasing down a mafia debt. Oh. He got into religion by stealing a Bible. How
0: <laughs> <laughs> did and, uh, he steal the Bible from? from
1: prison? He said, I actually stole a Bible when I was in prison, but I read it cover to cover and it changed my life.
0: What an in- Why Why did he steal it in the first place? Was he stealing it to hit someone around the face with it or something? Yeah, probably. Just probably to- the thrill of it.
1: Oh, my God, he probably went, like, carve out the middle and, like, hide <gasps> drugs in the middle. That's, oh, like, what prisoners do, isn't that's it?
0: That's a better way of hiding drugs than in a kinder surprise egg up your fanny. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Go back to episode 13 if you've not heard that story. Um, So, yeah, so that is the story of Belinda,
0: Tom, and Reba Foot Rubber. Well, I wish them all the best, is what I would say. I wish them a life of happiness, joy, Mm. relaxation, and love. Love and let love. Love and let love. Sure. But I don't want any part of that revolting family. Do not come
1: anywhere near me.
0: Well, if you think that's revolting, Rhiannon, Mm. you're going to find this most unpleasant. (laughs) Okay, we're going in a different direction. We're moving away from creepy old Tom and his crazy family life thank goodness uh this is another family slightly odd uh recluse son kept his dead father in an armchair for four months (gasps) until a neighbor spotted him watching tv alongside his skeleton oh my god
1: it's like um have you seen psycho the film
0: yes 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 i actually have seen that film you've actually seen i know it's seen a a film it's a running joke that i haven't seen any films but i have seen a lot of films because
1: he keeps the mum right
0: yeah, in yeah. the in downstairs on that like weird rocking yeah. chair. Oh, Ugh. Ugh. um So a reclusive son lived alongside his dead father mm. uh, for four months and it was only discovered when a neighbour spotted a skeleton in an armchair. I just feel Aww. like, you. in my head, it's like this really sweet lady with a pie. You know, like in cartoons, coming around and going, yeah. Cooey, I bought you a pie! Yeah. And then looking through the window and being like, Fuck! E- and then phoning e- the police, e- yeah. yeah. In my head, it's a comedy thing. It's very much not
1: i is this actually gonna be a sad story is this one of those things where it is he was, quite oh. sad
0: yeah. but yeah it is quite sad actually. oh god i, I think might we, start me
1: off today to be honest
0: i'm emotional so let's see how we get on okay oh. when 94 year old kenneth brown suffered a fall following a fire in his bedroom at his home in stafford whoa whoa, whoa. there's quite a lot that just happened there 94 <laughs> kenneth fell over during a fire in his bedroom in stafford okay uh his son timothy who's 59 mm, propped him back up into his chair so he fell during a fire i don't know how a fire started in his bedroom uh, yankee candles or incense sticks or something i don't know perhaps his straighteners (laughs) were on i don't know yeah um so timothy found him Mm. uh not dead at this point and just propped him up in the chair and was hoping he'd just get um get better um, unfortunately, he did not get better. A day later, Timothy found his father had died. But instead of calling 999, oh. he left the pensioner to decompose while he continued to live in their house. Oh, this is awful. It is quite sad. And there's a line that I'll say in a minute um, that will actually send you over the edge. Um, <laughs> an inquest at Cannock Coroner's Court heard mm-hmm. that when a neighbour popped round to visit, uh, he peered into the... Oh, it's a man neighbour, so probably... Not what I had in my head. Men
1: can make pie too. It wasn't
0: just that. I just was thinking of something else. Okay. He peered into the living room and saw Timothy sitting next to his father's skeleton. Aww. He had been there for four months <gasps> for definite. Um, Timothy had been his father's sole carer for more than 10 years after their mo- after his mother had passed away oh, in 2004. Bless. The pair were described as reclusive with hardly any visitors. Um, so going back to the night in question, Timothy uh, had said that he... He had woken in the night and seen smoke coming from his father's room during right. the fire. Uh, he had dragged him into the lounge and sat him in the um, armchair. Mm. But when he found that his dad had died, he didn't call nine oh nine as he could not come to terms with it. What did, I mean, oh,
1: it's terribly sad. But what happened with this fire? I don't know. There's no did more. He information. put
0: the fire out. There's no more information on the fire, but I want to know more about the fire. But I have visions of firemen
1: tramping through and not noticing me, like all right. Yeah, it
0: must have been a small. It must have been a small fire. fire. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So the neighbor, uh, the neighbor said I spoke to Tim. So he came on the back door because the door was open. Yeah. Uh, from the kitchen he could hear the TV was very loud in the living room mm-hmm. and Tim was sat there watching TV. I spoke to Tim for a few minutes from the hall before I opened the door fully. As I looked at the chair, I wasn't sure what I was looking at. I could see a skull i was very shocked oh, is an understatement the i would think
1: smell
0: yeah like because i was thinking like how in four months did it go from being a dead body mm. to um a, a full skeleton because in my head it's like a it's like one of those skeletons that you have in the like science lab at yeah, yeah 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 so it's like a full skeleton and it, actually in my head it's wearing a bow tie but I don't know why that is Um, but so how in four months surely it takes years to become a skeleton I I don't know lots about it I wonder
1: if it was less of a skeleton one of those things like you know when um, zombies in old films it would be like thin paperish skin skin over like dried up over it. silver
0: skin oh, like a little God. pickled onion
1: oh i hope no one is hung <gasps> over listening to this because we are making you feel a lot worse sorry this
0: isn't helping anyone so that's no. very sad but um in that the end timothy uh wasn't charged with anything because they oh. realized he obviously hadn't killed him no um because he loved him so much oh, um but uh so yeah there's um he hasn't been charged with anything because i don't know what the rules are are you allowed to just keep your dad in a chair for four months? I
1: don't know. I feel like I've read a story like this before, and you're not supposed to do that. I think it's random. You're supposed to do things, aren't you? When people die, you're supposed to, like sign forms and things.
0: Yeah, and also, yeah, there must. I don't know if there's a law, but there's definitely an unwritten rule that I say, just don't do that. Just don't do I that. I think it's for the best.
1: They might, oh, just sat there in this favourite chair. It makes they me must want to like cry so bad. watch like TV. Just sat there watching pointless. Oh. Picking out answers together.
0: Oh, Rhiannon, it's meant to be a fun show. Have you got a fun one now? Because I feel like crying.
1: Uh, I'm going to switch over because I think we need the story of the Santa Claus being hunted by police for stealing a helicopter and taking its pilot hostage. Yes, our first Christmas
0: story of the season. before It is the festive season. I know,
1: so we're into December now. I'm ready Um, for it. I refuse to celebrate Christmas in any way before December 1st. That's fair. We're in December. Um, It's the season of being hungover every day. Yeah, as and we're proving. Yeah, and all that. And it's the season of Christmas stories, and I love yes. when Santas do bad things. So, have you seen that film, Bad Santa? Oh, yes, good I've one. seen it as well. You've That's two films I've films. seen.
0: Yeah, no, I, just, I watched two films the other
1: night. I, um, in the office earlier, I shouted at Anna and accused her of lying when she said she'd seen Frozen.
0: <laughs> I've seen Frozen, and I very much didn't understand it, so I'm not cool with that. Let it go. No, I really don't want Let that. Let it go. Can you not do that?
1: Um, okay, so a Santa Claus um, is being hunted by Brazilian police um, after a man dressed in a red and white Father Christmas outfit. I mean, what other colour it would be? I don't sure. know. Um, complete with a white beard and black boots, made off with a chopper. <gasps> What? Yes.
0: A helicopter or an axe?
1: A helicopter. Yeah, love it. So he rented the aircraft on Friday from an air taxi service um, at uh, in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Are you allowed
0: to just rent helicopters? Oh, sure, sure. I've honestly never heard of that. Sure,
1: sure. So you just if you're really rich and you don't want to get a taxi, you can rent um, someone to fly you in a helicopter places.
0: But was he flying You can, he can get helicopter it, Ubers
1: now. No, he wasn't flying it. I'm getting oh, to have it. Oh,
0: sorry. I just assumed he um. He had no flying qualifications and he had um, rented one.
1: Well, no, the key is taxi service. When you get a taxi, Anna, you don't drive oh, the car did yourself, you say do taxi? you? Yeah.
0: Mm, I missed that.
1: So he rented a helicopter from the air taxi service.
0: Right, if you are <laughs> knocking to me one more time today, I'm going to lose my shit because you have done nothing but been mean to me today and I'm fed up.
1: Oh, God. I'm fed up. Look, I'm telling you a nice story. I know, And um, He told the pilot, um, I want to take part in a Black Friday surprise. I don't know what that would be.
0: That's adorable. He
1: said, oh, I'm doing a a cool prank. Um, Go up in the air and I'll tell you where to go. I love pranks. (laughs) Santa's love pranks. Especially in Brazilian ones. This is
0: crazy. Midway
1: through the flight, Santa's cunning plot was revealed. He forced the pilot to land on a small farm outside of the city. And as the the, the helicopter landed, the third man ran over... They... Dressed as an elf. <laughs> Give it to me. Tell me it's true. No description. Yes, dressed as an elf. Yeah. And uh, they, no, they just, oh, well, sorry. they, yeah, dressed as an elf and they tied up the pilot. <gasps> they got oh, no. back in the helicopter and flew off. Um, the pilot took hours to escape um, and, and only hours later managed to alert police. <gasps> there has been no sign of the helicopter, How the sneaky Santa or his little helper since then.
0: How would you lose a helicopter full I know, of right? Father Christmas I know. and elf? <laughs> yeah. But, do, like, I know. I'm surprised by that, that you can just lose a helicopter. Don't they have GPS or GPR or whatever it's called?
1: Well, maybe it's, he flew it to the North Pole. South Pole, where does Father Christmas live?
0: What's the one with... Because one of them only has penguins and one of them oh. only has polar bears. Oh, I don't know. I might have made that
1: up. Maybe he flew the helicopter straight to... North Pole! North Pole. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. North Pole. straight to North Pole, and um, use that dust that Father Christmas uses to make his sledge invisible. Sometimes, where when does that happen? No, in mean, like film sometimes. So Father Christmas will <gasps> get put some dust on the wow. reindeer to make them fly. Yeah. but then also put dust on so like they can't be seen all the time.
0: Wow, I never knew that. Yeah, so
1: maybe <gasps> Father Christmas just needed the helicopter to um, make millions of children around the world
0: feel joyful and I say don't follow him don't Mm. find him because actually he's doing a wonderful thing and it is the season of goodwill so if if Father Christmas wants to fucking steal a helicopter and tie up a pilot, then I'm sorry, but I'm going to let him.
1: So fucking be it. Um, I hope the chief of Brazilian police is listening mm. and um, takes our comments on board.
0: And I think he should be and he will. Hopefully. OK, but we'll keep an eye We'll keep an eye out for a tweet from the Brazilian prime minister yes. telling us that he has called off the search. Right. I, I know what your story
1: you're doing next. and I just don't want it to happen.
0: I feel so sad about this. I mean, <laughs> listeners may know that I am sensitive to certain subjects. Anything, list, list the
1: subjects you're sensitive about. Uh,
0: poop, poop. um <laughs> Groins. Um, basically everything. I hate everything to do with the human body. I'm going to throw up. I hate the human body. This is
1: a story that was doing the rounds this week, and we felt like we couldn't not do it. I
0: just really don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it, because you guys deserve it. Say the headline. Okay.
1: Wait, I'm going to take a sip of drink. I don't want to spit it again.
0: Okay, ready? Okay, ready. A woman is making sourdough bread out of her vaginal yeast. (laughs) And I just wish she wasn't I just don't want it to do it. The
1: way you looked at me, like, don't make me please.
0: Mum. Please stop. Mm. So here's ugh, blogger, <laughs> blogger, blogger. Oh of blogger course called she's Stavvers, a blogger. Blogger called Stavers, who describes herself as anarch anarchist, sorry, anarchist, feminist, queer, all angry. Those are her words, not my words in any way. Um, she's undertaking a project to see if she can use her... Can, uh, can use her <laughs> vaginal yeast to make sourdough bread. How
1: much yeast do you need? I don't oh, want to jump ahead, I but will, like...
0: I um, will tell you how much. And how is she harvesting? <laughs> I just need a quick... I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, she, said, she explains in her blog, it all started with a fatal combination of a slightly perverse sense of humour... A keenly scientific mind and a mm. touch of the thrush. Oh, God. This is bad. This is so bad. Ugh. Waking up on Saturday with the familiar itchy Bernie Fanny. <gasps> I giggled. Oh, God. I giggled to myself. Maybe I could make bread with that. <laughs> because basically the thrush is, is a yeast infection. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll go into more of the science behind it in mm. a minute. And that tickled tickled me and... <laughs> I've always wanted to try making my own sourdough anyway. Oh, Christ. And she thought, "Fuck it, would that even work?" Um Did she say fuck it or did you add that? No, she said, "Fuck, would oh. that even work?" Gosh. So, uh if you are a keen foodie, which I, I am in the sense I like eating food. Like eating, yeah. Um you'll know that sourdough is made using a starter, which is a pre-ferment, which is traditionally made Right. Out of flour, water, and wild yeast, which it picks up from the air around it. Now, I don't know the exact science, but basically you just need yeast to make bread. Hang on. Oh, just literally, <laughs> literally threw up. Sorry. I wasn't even talking about disgusting, but I think I just... I no, is it saying about...
1: in sourdough you don't need yeast?
0: No, you Because you get it
1: from the air. Isn't that what you just said?
0: No, 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 no. You need yeast. That's why oh. she made it with her... Yeasty yeah, but the sentence growing.
1: you just read said yeast in the air. Yeah, but it know. picks up more yeast. Sorry, sorry. I don't. Sorry, oh, sorry, like, sorry, you know. sorry, sorry.
0: Um, so Stavis thought she'd give, uh, give it and uh, give the yeast a run for its money by spiking her own starter. Mm. This is just give me because it's bad. Ugh. With quote as much vaginal yeast as I could scrape off a dildo, I put in my vagina. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I really need to stop.
1: You know what? I fucking
0: love sourdough. She has fucking ruined life for me. She hasn't even ruined sourdough for me. I'm just never fucking eating anything (coughs) again. Super thin. Oh, I'm going to be so thin. Thanks for the diet, babes. Thanks, love. Um... And it's and this is gross as well. She's. Um, I feel like
1: we didn't. I feel like we just skipped over that. So she was like, "How am I going to get?" Because I didn't even know that's why the yeast. I didn't realize that what it means is loads of yeast hanging around in there. Oh. I am not sure that is medically oh, just, a fact. I'm going to ask my friend who's a doctor. I just shuddered. I'm going to come back to you another week. Yeah. So, firstly, that I didn't know that's what it was. No. Secondly, she just shoved a dildo up there and just pulled it out, and I hope there was some stuck like, to the side. It's like
0: when you when you when you keep bees and you put that honeycomb in and you pull it out and it comes out with loads of bees and oh honey my on it. Oh God. I assume it's a similar setup. Lucky
1: I don't like honey anyway.
0: Yeah, And ruined.
1: what I would like to say is there's probably a lot of stuff on that dildo that is not yeast. Oh God. That brilliant. she has now put in a loaf of bread. Well. Right, carry on. Did yeah. it work? So, is she eating it? And she, oh, well, what this is grim. has she done now? This
0: is grim. She used the hashtag oh, yeah. I hate this. Cunt sourdough. And that is just too oh, much for me come to cope on. with. It's too much. Um Stavers uh is keen to Stavers. How
1: do you put how do you say that
0: like S-T-A-V-V-E-R-S. Stavers, Not okay, really fine. sure. Um she is keen to clarify three things. Firstly, this is not a feminist project. Okay. Secondly, this is not an art project, and thirdly, making bread using can- candida albicans which, which is, the is yeast from is, your vagina. Is not nearly as unhygienic as you might think. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite unhygienic, as any bacteria will either die in her in the kitchen due to it being cold, or in the oven when the bread is baked. Now, what I would say, Stavers, is I don't care about the hygiene necessarily. <laughs> I just don't want your fucking fanny bread in my face. Please, can we just never eat that? <sighs> Stavers maintains the biggest threat uh, Candida albicans mm. causes to her bread is that it may stop it rising. So um, she said, I consider it simply my own personal experience, uh, experimental baking. And uh, that's her reason for doing it. And um, if you want to do it, then uh, yeah. Did it work? I think it just Did didn't rise it? as much. Did she eat it? As far as I know. I mean, no point making it if you're not going to eat it.
1: Ugh. Right, so I just want to talk about something which you used to, Um, two of our colleagues, our former colleagues, Joel Golby and Lawrence Mozafari, um, me, you, and particularly, well, not as much you because you hate this kind of thing, particularly mm. our colleague Jess Barrett, um, used to like shouting, thrush, thrush, thrush in their faces just to make them uncomfortable. Mm. And we used to discuss quite a lot um, the idea of a thrush reservoir. Ugh. So basically This was literally
0: you, never me, by the way. I don't know why you said that. If you
1: have thrush um, and you then have like sex with your boyfriend, you can clear up the thrush, but they might still be harbouring it without oh, having any symptoms. On. So they are then a thrush reservoir. Oh. So the point I'm trying to make, the key point is is that you can pass that shit along. So putting it in bread. I mean, basically what I'm saying is if you eat that, you'd end up with um, Stavver's thrush in your throat. Yeah,
0: I don't... I really know nothing about that at all. And if you could never (laughs) say the phrase thrush reservoir again, (laughs) I'd really appreciate it because that's making me want to kill myself. Oh, Oh, don't mind me just stepping over this thrush reservoir. Oh, Oh, Jesus. Because in my head, a reservoir is like a little river.
1: Gaping cavern. Oh,
0: good God. Right, I need you to move <sighs> on, because this better not be gross. Uh,
1: Mum of three, Jenna Thorne, uses her breast milk as shampoo. Rhiannon, not a,
0: gross, I said. This
1: is a sto- well, listen, look. I'm going to say first out, we're not grossed out by breast
0: milk. No, no, I just don't want it on my hair or face. Yeah, we're not, not grossed anymore. out
1: by breast milk. Big up yourselves if you're breastfeeding, and... Well done you making a human. Yeah, of because neither
0: of us have made anything <laughs> no, today.
1: Keeping them alive as well. I mean, yeah. absolutely incredible. You know, breastfeed wherever you want, whatever you want to do. But this is from this week's Closer magazine. Big up Closer. It's a great magazine. You need this to get week. involved with Closer if you don't read it already. Oh, my um, and this is the story of Jenna Thorne, who is often complimenting her long shiny hair. Um, oh. but what she's been doing for over a year is using her own breast milk as shampoo. Mm. uh Jenna um produced excess breast milk um oh. and with all of her children um and the latest one is 13 months old so for the last year she'd been using that excess milk to wash her hair. She read it on a blog somewhere and thought this is a great idea. This is the danger of um, blogs,
0: people. Yeah.
1: She said, uh, it's made my hair feel so much thicker and shinier. My partner Mark uses it too. Ugh. It's made his hair a lot softer. I don't want any body fluids on my head. It's not something he boasts about to his friends though. No. Funny that. <laughs> not pub combo. Um, yeah, she said, it's well, same shame to waste it. Um, but what she does also do is... um. She uses anything. She doesn't use a shampoo um, to cook for the whole family. What? So you can do this, and I have heard people doing this before. um, But basically, she says it tastes just the same as cow's milk when breast milk is cooked. I've made some cakes using my milk and Mm. gave one to Mark without telling him. He said it was tasty. Um, He now believes it's good for his immune system because he was shocked at first. Um, She says, I now use it in all our meals, such as lasagna and curries.
0: Oh, I feel I mean, weird
1: about it. I know. A lasagna, fine. I think what I'm most offended about is why is she putting milk in a curry. That's a really good point, actually. Because oh, that's not going to make a delicious curry. Don't be putting curry. any milk in my curry, please. No. Um. Uh. She says some people think it's a bit yucky, but it's perfectly natural. And you know, I mean, I guess she's not wrong, is she?
0: No, I know, but because
1: just... her kids are quite small, and so they have had breast milk, so that's fine. I just think more mark. I just think more mark eating the curry how would you how would the you milky f- curry oh yeah
0: i just don't want a milk curry any animal <laughs> or human um how yeah. would you feel if someone made you made a cake with breast milk would you eat it mm. i feel weird about it but i think i probably would because i'm so fucking greedy <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think i i think i would think about it if it was like one of those things like someone came to me like would you you know would you do this for a feature and stuff i wouldn't be like oh gross no. that's disgusting but I also wouldn't like go to a shop and be like, mm. not having that lovely slice of chocolate cake made of the cows' milk. I'm going to have the boob one.
0: Yeah, if you could pass me that big boob cake. cake. Yeah.
1: Um, she says I even put um breast milk on my skin once mm. to soothe sunburn. That doesn't work
0: either. Yeah. Come on. Um,
1: a nutritionist in the magazine Juliet Kello um says there's no evidence adults or older children receive any benefits from breast milk. There's also no evidence it's any good for washing your hair. Um. Uh, Yeah, it won't do any harm, though.
0: I mean, what I would say is that um, I completely disagree because I was uh, breastfed until I was two, and I've turned out very well, and I'm only six foot. So I can only imagine... (laughs) that it's my mother's fault for breastfeeding me till I was too old. I think we can all agree I was much too I old. I will
1: not agree on that, Anna. I'm I not was, getting into the best breastfeeding debate, old. but it's personal choice. Let's
0: be honest. No, if, I won't. Let's with. be honest. At two years old, I was probably about five foot four. <laughs> so I was too tall and too large to be getting breastfed. No, Anna, And when I she, asked my mum... Your was, opinion. That, not well, I'm just saying yeah. that when um, I asked my mum why she breastfed me for so long, she said... <laughs> You were enjoying it. I was enjoying it, and that to me is one of the saddest things that my mum has ever said. Basically, I'm the last of four, so and I think she knew that I, she wasn't having any more. She thought, "I'm going to keep this going. I'm enjoying it. You're enjoying it. We're all having a great time." Yeah. But I would would say to my mum back in the if I could have spoken it too, which I can't. I could, I could, because I was too old. Uh, I would have said, please stop breastfeeding me, because I don't want to be a six foot woman. But it's too late now. It's
1: too late. It's happened. Um,
0: uh, I've taken your breath away, I can see that.
1: Just to kind of, on a a note, similar to what you said, although Jenna hopes to breastfeed for as long as possible, she does add, it'll be a shame when my youngest stops and my supplier's gone, because I'll Mm. have to
0: buy shampoo shampoo again. And it's not cheap. Shampoo and conditioner, not cheap. Not so, cheap. Sometimes I think, oh, that's an offer, and I take it to till, and it's like £7. Yeah, it's very expensive. £7
1: is not an offer.
0: Well, listen, we could talk about expensive offers and whatnot all day. But we I have think... gone
1: on longer than usual, and I do apologise. Oh, and I blimey. think that is because we are talking a lot slower. I think
0: <laughs> you might be right there. Okay, well, we endeavour not to be hungover ever again trust me I'm never drinking again yeah
1: next time we record IRL we're terribly sorry we hope you still enjoyed the real life stories we've talked about it's Um, been a
0: it's been an emotional one because I'm (laughs) honestly going to go and throw up in a bucket thinking about that (laughs) dildo stick Fucking nightmares.
1: Um and don't forget to follow us on social networks at irl underscore uk underscore podcast. That is Twitter and Instagram, and also we are on Facebook. Big time. Uh Anna, do you want to say goodbye just in case we die and it's the last time we speak to these lovely people?
0: Thank you for listening. And <laughs> uh fingers crossed I don't dehydrate, but there's a good chance I will because I feel like a prune. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>